Welcome everyone back to the broadcast. I'm David Woods, Burn Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I'm coming to you after a true rarity, a UCLA non-conference win during the Chip Kelly era. Uh, the Bruins have opened the season with a dominating uh, 44-10 win over Hawaii. Um, it sort of went the way I was expecting, except more so. Um Everything that I thought was going to be a slight to medium advantage appeared to be a huge advantage. Um, let's start with uh, really the first thing we saw, which was the defense. Um, the, the Hawaii's offense coming in, if you read my preview or heard the broadcast from yesterday, um, there, there were some things to like about it, but this is not a good Hawaii offense. It wasn't good last year. And they responded to not being good by Todd Graham hiring his his son, who um, has absolutely no credentials for the job aside from being Todd Graham's son. Um, and so they looked bad. I mean, that offensive line is really experienced, and UCLA's defense uh, completely flummoxed them. Um, so I'm not going to pin all of that on Bo Graham. Um, UCLA seemed uh, just... Completely overwhelming uh, for Hawaii to handle, especially in that first half. Um, they called the dogs off a little bit, I think, towards the end of the second quarter and then into the second half. Um, but the, the opening, I don't know, four series for Hawaii, just the, they had no chance. Like there was nothing they could accomplish. Um, UCLA was sending blitzes from different angles. I thought Mitchell Gude looked a lot better just individually than he did last year. Um, looked a little slimmed down, but also looked just more explosive. Um the that whole uh just that defensive uh aggression was just wildly impressive um loved what i saw from carl jones i even thought bo calvert looked a little bit better a little bit more natural on the outside i thought the horse collar tackle that got called on him was um uh not an egregiously bad call but a bad call um it, it didn't even look like he'd really hooked the finger um as much as he just kind of pulled him down by his jersey but um, I actually thought he looked okay. He had one uh, tipped tipped ball, um, but uh, it looked like a much more natural fit for him. Um, Ali Keho, uh, who played a bunch of inside linebacker in this one, looks like Jordan Jenmark Heath didn't play um, much of the middle portion of the game um, on defense, at least from what I could tell. Uh, but Ali Keho came in, and uh, he looked pretty damn good himself. Um, Caleb Johnson was his usual self. I thought the defensive tackles played well. Uh, Daytona Jackson obviously had that interception. Um but overall, I mean, the defense um, did what it absolutely had to do and, uh, and essentially dominated this game when it was, you know, actually a live game. Um, as far as what you were looking for from the defense at this point, it, 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 I, I think it checked all the boxes. Um, you know, they, they weren't challenged, uh, particularly in the secondary. Um, so that's still maybe an open question. You know, how are the safeties going to handle it when they're actually going against a good passing attack? How, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the way they were able to just blow up even screens, like Hawaii was trying to deal with the pressure by running screens and UCLA was even blowing those up just consistently over and over and over again. Um, and usually an aggressive defense, that's how you get them, right? You, you throw screens right in behind the rushers, but everyone was just so locked in seemingly on everything that Hawaii was going to try. I thought it was a masterful, masterful, um, masterfully called game, uh, defensively. Um, and then offensively, uh, who boy, uh, so that running game, um, with Britton Brown and Zach Charbonnet, again, you, you got to throw your grains of salt in there for being Hawaii. Uh, but Zach Charbonnet looks like an NFL running back and Britton Brown 
as he did last year, looks like an NFL running back. Uh, Charbonnet was the more impressive of the two, um, obviously, had those two long runs. Uh, but each of them uh, looked really, really impressive. Um, Charbonnet looks explosive. He looks like everything uh, Tracy and, and Mike were saying about him in spring. Um, just a, a total stud. To have two of those guys splitting reps, um, it's uh, that's a real luxury. Um, and again, it's against Hawaii, so yes, fine, throw in your grains of salt. But, I mean, we've been watching UCLA football for a long time, right, everyone? Uh, not too often you see guys, um, you know, running the way they did ran, especially Charbonnet. Um, he looks, uh, he looks like a, a fantastic back. Um, so yeah, that running game and then the offensive line, you know, it looks like Antonio Mafi was actually more or less a co-starter. I mean, he did, I think he did start the game, but he was a, essentially, uh, he might've played more than Duke Clemens. I wasn't counting reps, but, um, he played a lot and I thought he looked pretty good. Uh, but that offensive line, um, yeah, there were a couple of points where Hawaii was able to get in the backfield to get a hit on a running back, but for the most part, they were just surging. Um, that was, uh, I thought, a really good performance for them. Again, not much of a challenge from the Hawaii defensive line, but whatever they did what they were supposed to do against a not very challenging defense. So, um, and really fundamentally, uh, Hawaii's uh, whole you know Todd Graham aggression thing that really didn't show up for me. Um, yeah, they got a little bit of pressure at different points, but. At no point did you think, oh, UCLA's offense is really struggling to handle the bodies coming at them. Um, so I think partially it was Graham maybe realizing that his talent wasn't going to be able to do it. And so he didn't call as many blitzes as he typically would. But also, I think UCLA just handled them really well. Um, and then, so uh, as far as like other things... Um, some people might take issue with the fact that, you know, UCLA scored 31 really quick ones and then had 14, had 13 more points after that. But I mean, this game was over, I don't know, five minutes into the second quarter. So I don't really care about that. Um, and the total yardage, I think, might have ended up somewhat equal or uh, closer to it. But you've really got to look at the per play stats for this one, because uh, I think that's maybe the most indicative thing. Even once this game was like, basically completely out of hand in the fourth quarter and UCLA wasn't really running anything creative. They still averaged 6.2 yards per play on 63 plays, whereas Hawaii had 3.6 yards per play on 74 plays. Um, so this was a really good performance from UCLA. Um, but you know, if it had been a little bit more competitive, they probably would have tacked on a whole lot more yardage, but um, it was a dominating performance. Um, obviously, one of the big, uh, I think, concerns that I saw on the message board and on Twitter, and one that's sort of echoing in my mind, but I think I'm going to tap the brakes on it, um, is Dorian Thompson-Robinson's performance. Um, he was not uh, sharp um, throwing the ball. A lot of um, overthrown, underthrown, thrown behind guys. Um, there were a couple of a couple of them you might call drops um, where it hit guys in the hands, but even then it was mostly behind the receivers. So you, at, at best it was 50-50 whose fault it was. He just wasn't sharp. Um, I thought early on he looked a little amped up for the opener. Um, you know, he missed that first touchdown pass to Kyle Phillips on the um, the, the first drive from like the 15. Um, and then on the run right after that, he might've made the wrong decision trying to cut it outside instead of just bursting up the middle. Cause he might've had a touchdown or at least a first down. I just think, I think he looked a little amped up, you know, first time in front of actual fans in two years, he has a tendency to get himself kind of, 
you know, over, I, I don't think it's like nervous. I think it's just over enthused um, for games. We've seen that in openers in the past. Um, I remember it was against Cincinnati two years ago where he just looked so amped up. And the thing with Thompson Robinson, and I think uh, maybe a, maybe this is where I tap the brakes on people getting very, very concerned about it is, the thing with him is when he's done that in the past, it's often led to egregious mistakes. This game had no egregious mistakes. He just didn't play very well. He missed a few throws, but he didn't take huge sacks. He didn't throw any picks. He didn't have any weird fumbles. He just was missing a few throws. Um, and I would attribute it largely to, you know, just kind of being at that emotional high. I would assume he's going to calm down considerably heading into the rest of the year. Um, he had one nice drive um, where he completed a bunch of nice balls and then had that great touchdown pass to Casimir Allen. Um, so I, 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 you know, I, there are people on our message board and on Twitter who, you know, have long thought that he maybe wasn't the answer at quarterback. Um, but I don't think this game is um, necessarily indicative of how he's going to perform the rest of the season. Uh, Ethan Garbers came in and looked fine. I mean, it was junk time, so he didn't really get to throw the ball too much, um, but he looked fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, the story offensively was Charbonnet and Brown. And then I thought, um, Kaz, Kaz Allen, uh, that, that touchdown pass looked legit like that, that catch and, and, um, you know, 44 yards for a touchdown. That was, uh, that was impressive. Um, I, I liked that, that one catch for Josiah Norwood for 12 yards was really nice. Um, he looked kind of electric running around out there. Um, you know, not a big game from Greg Dulcich. Uh, it looked like Hawaii did a nice job covering him. Um, and then it was the running backs, um, in the passing game. But yeah, this is, this is the Brown and Charbonnet show. And, uh, and on this day, uh, Charbonnet was the clear, um, the clear, clear bell cow. Um, special teams, um, Luke Akers really has to speed that thing up. Um, Hawaii, I don't think was positioned very well to deal, uh, to deal UCLA any devastating blocked punts, but somebody's going to be, and, uh, that did not look sped up much at all from last year. So if you're looking for a real nitpick that I will, um, wholeheartedly echo, uh, that'd be one. Um, they handled Turner really well in kind of all facets of the game. Uh, he really didn't get anything, any room to do anything on returns, um, and didn't do much offensively. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, uh, it's tough to nitpick a whole lot here. I think you've got your DTR concerns if you want to have them. Um, I've got my Luke Akers, uh, you know, just speed that thing up, dude, uh, concern. But other than that, I mean, it checked more or less all the boxes. I mean, I thought linebacker play was significantly improved. Um, the, the, the big, the overarching, like single big grain of salt that you can have about this is just simply the opponent. Hawaii, you know, I was talking about them in the offseason as if they were, you know, potentially a decent team this year. When I did more of a deep dive this week, I kind of fell out on them, which you probably saw in the preview a little bit. Because um, if you'd asked me a month ago, I probably would have said Hawaii covers this game. After doing kind of my more in-depth research on how they actually performed last year, who were the main playmakers and everything, I came to the conclusion that they weren't going to be very good. We'll see where they end up. Um but there's that, you know, you can maybe have a grain of salt that this was uh, opponent adjusted, you know, whatever. But here's the thing. UCLA uh, beating anybody by 34 points. Um, that's, I would say, a very good sign um, for the rest of the season. Um, this isn't a FCS opponent. There's some power five players on that Hawaii roster. Um, 
so it's not this is not a um you know something to completely sneeze at uh this makes me I mean, I'll just tell you right now, this probably tips me into picking UCLA against LSU next week simply because LSU, sight unseen, we know they were bad last year. Uh, I think the talent is always there for LSU to be pretty good, but UCLA at home, and it's a UCLA team that I would now probably say, yeah, they're going to be above average to good at least. Um, And so with that, um, yeah, it's probably going to push me into picking UCLA against LSU. Um, And as I was saying in my kind of preseason predictions, it's not going to take a whole lot for me to tip um, because I have a lot of this season as 50-50 games and, um, you know, a really solid performance against Hawaii, particularly on defense, could immediately push me over the top and uh, make me switch a lot of those picks and that's what this was. Um, you know, defensively, I thought this was a dominant performance. Um, and really, Hawaii only started to move the ball when UCLA called off the dogs. So all of that being said, um, it was uh, nice to actually start the season with um, a real win. Um, you know, it's been it's been uh, it's been a minute uh, since UCLA won a non-conference game. So it was good to see that. And now uh, with the kind of tune-up out of the way, uh, where I think UCLA gave itself enough to work on, but also gave itself some real confidence uh, heading into that big September 4th matchup, I think it's going to stoke some fires and hopefully get a bunch of people out to the Rose Bowl for next week's, um, you know, Clash of the Titans, uh, (laughs) UCLA-LSU in the Rose Bowl. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure Tracy and I, or I won't say sure, I'm 90% sure Tracy and I'll be back with another Rowcast midweek, um, and then uh, we hope you all have a uh, good time this week, basking in the victory, and enjoy LSU next week. All right, talk to you all soon.